Shulchan Aracharav, we are in Simen Samaches, in the middle of Halacha Aleph, section 68, we are in the middle of the first Halacha. We learn two opinions regarding the permissibility of reciting hymns during the blessing of Shema. The first opinion says that if it's possible to revoke this custom, that should be done without, doing, without causing any strife, because they are not related to the theme of the blessing, and they're considered a hefzegomer, an absolute interruption. The other opinion says that there's no prohibition to recite hymns, and the statement of the Gemara that that the Gemara says, wherever the earlier sages said that one should be brief and one does not have license to lengthen, that is a narrow meaning. It's talking about what's the so-called long blessings that begin with Baruch and end with Baruch, that you can't omit the Baruch in the beginning or the bracha to end. And if somebody makes that change, then he's considered to have deviated from the wording which the sages ordained for the blessing and has not fulfilled their obligation. But the rest of the text of the blessing, the Chachamim don't tell us exactly how many words you have to say, no more, no less, because then they would have to ordain a text for every single blessing, and we don't find this. It's just that there are certain things that the rabbis said you must include. For example, uh, the exodus from Egypt, God's sovereignty, the splitting of the, of the uh, Red Sea, the plague of the firstborn, in the bracha emesviyatziv, the covenant of circumcision, and the Torah and the blessing for Eretz Yisrael, in, in benching, and the like. As to the remainder of the text of a blessing, which the sages did not designate as indispensable, the bracha is not at all disqualified if such part was changed and expressed in other words, or even completely omitted. The same principle applies if one added to it and lengthened it, even if the extension is longer than the original blessing, just as the sages allowed one to add words reflecting the theme of the respective blessings of Shemun Esri, as will be explained in Simakofitas 119. And the Rebbe says this is the custom in these countries. Nonetheless, nevertheless, one who is moderate and does not recite any additional hymns is not remiss. And indeed, the Alter Rebbe Siddur does not include any festival hymns whatsoever in the blessings for the Shema. Nonetheless, even so, one should not engage in any other matter. It is even uh, forbidden to interrupt oneself to engage in Torah study as long as the congregation is reciting hymns. Needless to say, one may not indulge in Sicha Betela, idle conversation. Nevertheless, if one studies wordlessly, meaning he merely looks at a text and thinks about it, so there's no prohibition at all, because thinking is not considered speech, speech, like the expression shahirur enoi kedibur, and this is a principle that applies in many halachic contexts. So, just a person thinking words of Torah is not a problem and does not constitute an interruption. One must, however, take into consideration the impression created among the common people lest they see him studying from a text, and on that basis take the license to interrupt for other matters as well. Hence, in a place where it is customary to recite such hymns, a person should not separate himself from the community and should recite them together with them. Now, on Pesach, when the chazonim, those that lead the congregation, prolong the prayers extensively with the melodies, it is preferable to recite the hymn before beginning the blessing, Yoytzer Ur, for most of it is not related to the theme of the blessing. 
It is thus considered an interruption in the midst of the blessing if one tarries in its recitation long enough to enable one to complete the entire blessing. Now the Alter Rebbe qualifies Chol Zebet Sibur all the above applies to a congregation. A person that is praying alone should not recite any hymns in the course of the blessings of the Shema. This applies even before he begins the blessings. Why? Because it is forbidden to make an interruption between Yishtabach and the blessing Yoytzer Ur, as we have learned in Simon Nun Dalit, section 54. Even when davening with the minion with the congregation, if somebody forgot to recite a hymn until after completing the above blessing, it may not be recited, for it is permitted in the midst of the blessing only because it is related to it. But between one blessing and another, no interruption may be made. This concludes Halacha Aleph of Simen Samaches and today's Shir. In his siddur, um, but the these halachas apply to those 